Welcome to Cake Money Confidential, hosted by your girl, Taylor Quinn. I'm a business mentor, wife, mom, projector, Enneagram 3, cancer sign, and making money is my love language. Around here, we believe business gets to be wildly profitable and fun as fudge cake. In 2020, my first full calendar year in business, I made over $400,000 cash while full-time teaching, wifing, and growing a tiny human. Because I combine the woo and the work, I know I can have it all, and I'm here to teach and show you, you can too. You ready for an episode so juicy it should be confidential? Grab a slice of cake and let's dive in. Okay, I... I'm so pumped for this episode because so it's Saturday. I record my episodes typically on the weekend. I do work and this this has really shifted for me because I used to never work on the weekends, but ever since having Xavier and working two hours per day, I do work on Saturday and Sunday sometimes. Usually at least just one day out of the weekend. But anyways, that's all beside the point. Um, permission to work whenever the fuck you want. You know what I'm saying? So it's Saturday. What was I going to tell you all? Oh, okay. This is perfect. So I was asking myself, like, what what do I want to say on the podcast today? What's going to be the episode? What do I have on my heart to share? And I was just like, I don't know. Like, I kept drawing blanks. And I was like, I don't know what episode I want to record. I don't know what topic I want to record. So I took myself through this process. And as soon as I took myself through this process, I was like... (laughs) hello, share this with them, (laughs) right? Because there will always, always, always be a time in business where you're like, I don't know what the hell to create. (laughs) Like, I don't know what to say. I'm feeling just so stuck when it comes to my content. I'm in a content rut. Or maybe it's like you feel like nobody's listening, nobody's reading. And this is, this is bare. This has been true for me. Um, or I should say I've felt this resistance around creating when I'm expanding into more platforms and I'm creating more content. So if you follow me on Instagram, shameless plug. If you don't follow me, I'm obsessed with Instagram stories. Y'all, y'all already know at Cake Money Consulting. Let's be friends. There's a link in the show notes for you. But I notice that I feel this resistance when I'm creating more and more and more right? So I used to just be on Instagram. Now I have my text fam. Now I send out a weekly email and now I have the podcast, right? So that's quite a bit of content that I'm creating every single week. Not only that, but then I have my paid programs and I run a lot of paid programs and I'm in this space right now where I'm just like so fired up about the things that I want to teach and sell that I'm creating essentially a new program-ish like every month, at least something new every month. And that could shift, right? However, that's just the season that I'm in right now. Um, And just because you feel this resistance around creating does not mean that you don't love the work that you do. It doesn't mean that you're not absolutely obsessed with the work that you do. It doesn't mean that you're any less of an expert. It just means that you simply have resistance around creating, right? And so the first thing that I want to ask you is, uh, you know, saying, I just feel stuck. I feel like I'm in a content run. I feel like nobody's listening. I feel like nobody's reading. I feel like I cannot keep up with all the areas that where I'm providing content and value. I just can't keep up. I'm running out of ideas. Is that story serving you and how can you shift it? Right? Because this is what I noticed in me. I'm like, I don't know what I want to put out on the podcast today. And then I was like, okay, wait, that's not, (laughs) that's like not serving me at all. So first off, let's shift the story. Of course, I know what I want to put out. Of course, I know what I'm going to put out. The idea is going to come. 
the idea is going to come, period, right? First, just shift the story. Because if you're continuously telling yourself the story that you don't have any ideas, your ideas aren't valuable, like whatever it is that you're telling yourself around creating content, if it's not serving you, then it's not serving you. (laughs) And if you're saying, I'm stuck, I have no ideas, then you are stuck and you have no ideas. But if you shift the story and instead you say, I have endless ideas, my ideas are so worthy, it's just going to be such an energy shift, right? So that's first and foremost. And then I'm going to give you, so in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about four different things categories. I don't know what to call them. Things. We're going to call them things. And then I'm going to give you a set of questions to ask yourself that's really going to boost your creativity. And it's going to leave you with like immediate content ideas. So this is 1000% an episode where listen to it, but also like, are you going to want to come back and take notes? Okay. So I'm, I'm preparing you now. So make sure you got your favorite journal, you got your pen, at least the second time that you listen to this, I know you're going to want to come back. And I also know I'm probably going to want to come back to this, TBH, but you're also going to want to come back to this when this happens to you. And I say when, because if you are constantly creating, if your job, which we all run businesses, so we're all constantly creating, you're going to hit the resistance. It's just a matter of time, right? So come back here when you do. Number one, stop creating content. And when I say creating, I mean anything, creating programs, creating offers, Instagram posts, TikToks, Reels, videos, Facebook Lives, like anything, right? Any type of content. Stop creating from a place of needing everyone else or anyone else's approval, right? Because one, if you require external validation, if you require other people's approval of your content, you're eventually going to be disappointed, right? And this is a great way to have the resistance show up right? If I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to love this podcast so much. And I put it out and it's straight crickets or this Instagram post and nobody sees it, nobody likes it. Boom. Immediate way for me to hit resistance around creating again, because I created that post banking on you all to approve it, right? To give me that external validation. If you just create for yourself, right? And from a place of service, especially, well, not even especially, but especially if it's paid program, but also free content, right? If you create from a place of service and from a place of, oh, this is for me because I want to serve regardless of the outcome, it's going to flow so much easier and you're going to be so much happier creating the content itself, okay? All right, number two, stop putting pressure on yourself to create. So if you are ever in a space where you feel resistance around creating, drop the pressure, right? I do not care. I do not care. Actually, let me just tell you this example. (laughs) And then I'll move into the do not care piece, okay? Because I was getting really excited about that. So last week, um, I typically send out my emails to my email fam every Tuesday. So the way that it works is Monday, a new podcast drops. Tuesday, an email goes out to my email fam. And then I'll sprinkle and text the text fam whenever I'm feeling called to. Ideally, I'm moving toward making that a Wednesday thing so that everybody in the cake Monday community has Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday content for me and they can bank on it. But here's the thing. Last week, I was like, Tuesday rolled around and I was like, I don't know what I want to send out. I don't know what I want to send out. You know, or it was like, I just didn't prepare for it. It just got sort of lost in the sauce. And then Tuesday came and I was like, ooh, I need to write an email. But then I was like, "Mm, but do I? Right? My email fam knows I'm going to show up for them. They know 
that I'm going to provide for them, right? And if I skip a week or if I send it later this week, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world, right? Because when you have consistency, most of the time, if you drop the ball every now and then, it's really not the end of the world, right? If you show up six days out of seven on Instagram stories and you take one day off every single week, not the end of the world. Consistency is absolutely important. I don't want to say that it's not, right? Consistency in it, at least in one place, right? Whether that's Instagram stories, whether it's reels, whether it's TikTok, like whatever. I personally believe like everyone should be consistent on Instagram stories because that's just, it's just the thing, you know? That's like the light on outside, or I should say the open sign for your business is like, here's my Instagram stories. So practice consistency there. I always, when I was building my business, when I was full-time teaching, that is what I prioritized. Instagram stories over everything else because I knew that that was the easiest place to build connections the fastest, right? That's besides the point. We're actually going to talk about Instagram stories later on. Now I literally don't even know what I was talking about. Um, Oh, stop putting pressure on yourself to create. So if you are consistent seven or six out of seven days of the week, like not a big deal, right? Not a big deal. So if you get to a place and you're like, you're putting so much pressure on yourself to create, most of the time, what you create is going to, it's just going to be trash. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you, like, it's not going to be that good because you're forcing it. And it's also not going to feel good when you create it, if you're forcing it. So drop the pressure, drop the pressure. And, you know, it's like one of those things where, it's different if it's a paid program. So for the purposes of this, like we're talking about the resistance around creating free content, right? But even if, honestly, even if I were doing a paid program and we were supposed to have a lie on, or a lie, what? A live on one day and I was feeling a lot of resistance around it, I would just be honest and be like, hey, we're moving alive two days from now because at the end of the day, I know that that's going to serve my people better right? They want me to show up when my energy is on fire. And if my energy is off, it doesn't serve either of us, right? If I'm creating from this forced place, it does not serve either of us. So that's number two, stop putting pressure on yourself to create. How, whatever pressure is, just ask yourself, like, why am I feeling pressure around this? And then dive deeper, okay? Dive deeper into that. And if there is any way for you to drop the pressure, do it right? And permission, like permission you didn't need. You know what I'm saying? It's your business, your rules. Okay. All right. Number three, stop consuming so much mother budging content in your industry or your niche, right? Especially your niche, but like even in your industry, I want you to look on your Instagram at who you're following, whatever platform, maybe it's YouTube, TikTok, like whatever. Who are you following? And is it? all your niche. If it's all your niche, like, girl, go meet some new people. Okay. (laughs) And is it your industry? Get outside of your industry, right? I try to follow people all the time that have nothing to do with what I'm doing. And this is literally why I became so obsessed with Olive and June is because they have not, they're literally not in my industry at all, right? They're not coaches. They're not mentors. 
They are completely outside of this industry. They do super fun lives where they paint nails and they they teach you how to paint your nails and they teach you how to do nail art and all this stuff. And it has nothing to do with my industry. So when I fill up my cup in that way, when I watch somebody do something creative that has nothing to do with my industry, it fills up my cup and therefore makes me more creative. Now, do I say like, don't follow anybody in your industry and don't follow you know anybody in your niche? Like, no, because I obviously do. But what I'm saying is branch out, branch out. Because when, here's the beautiful thing about social media is you get to create the environment that you step into. And if somebody is throwing off your vibe, somebody is making you question your ability, somebody is making you feel like shit, unfollow them, right? Take radical responsibility over the environment that you're creating on social media, unfollow them, okay? Now, this brings me to my three-person rule. If I'm ever feeling resistance around content, I'm just like, okay, I choose three people and I can consume those three people's content every day. And every day that those three people can change, but I'm literally just consuming three people's content per day. And that's their posts, their Instagram stories, like whatever, everybody else, I'm not consuming their content right now, right? I need a little break and it has nothing to do with anybody else. It has everything to do with me and I got to do what's best for me. Self-awareness is everything, but you will be amazed at how much time you cut down that you spend on social media when you just choose three people, okay? All right, and the fourth thing is, how can you be 10% more present in your day-to-day life? 10%, right? That's not overwhelming. How can you be 10% more present in your day-to-day life? Also, this is just about having self-awareness around how many times you check your phone, how many times you unintentionally open the Instagram app, right? If you thought like, this is going to blow your mind. If you want to, just one day count, <laughs> literally count how many times you click on Instagram or TikTok or you know whatever your platform of choice is. It will blow your mind. So how can you be more mindful of that? How can you, maybe it's like dinner time. Dinner time, your phone is in the other room. Maybe it's when you know you're having 10 to 15 minutes of one-on-one time with somebody, like whatever, whether it's an hour, I don't care. Be mindful of when you check your phone. How can you do it less? Okay. How can you do it less? How can you, this is another great question. How can you, this is the fifth one, so whatever. We're just going with it. How can you do more activities where you literally cannot be on your phone? At this point, like I said, y'all are probably going to think that I work for Olive in June. I don't, okay? But this is part of the reason I started painting my nails. I'm not kidding. I did it one time because I was like, I'm just going to try it. Give it a whirl. Loved it. And part of the reason that I love it so freaking much is because I literally cannot be on my phone. I cannot be doing anything else or I'm going to totally fuck up my nails. (laughs) And if you ask me, it's going to really piss me off if I just spent 30 minutes painting my nails and then I screw it up because I'm I need to check Instagram. Okay? So, what activities can you do that you can schedule into your everyday week where you literally cannot be on your phone? Where you literally cannot be doing anything else other than totally submerged into this activity that fills up your cup? Like tennis, basketball, any kind of sport, any kind of hobby. What requires two hands? <laughs> that you literally cannot be doing anything on your phone, schedule more of that in, okay? And again, how can you be 10% more present in your day-to-day life? Now, 
let's move into the questions that you can journal on and ask yourself to really get back in the groove of creating the content. So question number one, what would I want to hear or read today? What would you want to hear or read today? Right? And you can really think about this. Like the next time you are actually, or okay, I just made this connection. Listen, we have the three-person rule. Why do you love consuming their content? Right? Why do you love consuming their content? Ask yourself that. Another great question. Back to the one that we were talking about. (laughs) Welcome to my brain. What would I want to hear or read today? What do you need? Right? Self-awareness is everything. Hello, this is this episode. What do I want to hear or read today? I want to hear or read about how to get back into my creative flow when it comes to content. That's exactly what I created. Okay. The next question is, is what topic am I obsessed with right now? And what's my spin on it? Right? What are you obsessed with learning about right now that has to do with serving your people, serving your idle clients? And what is your spin on it? Here's the thing about the online industry. You've got to have an opinion. If you want to stand out and you want to deeply connect with your people, you have to have an opinion. That does not mean your opinion is better than somebody else's. That does not mean somebody else is quote unquote wrong. That is not mean girl mentality marketing. That is simply have an opinion. Be open to hearing other people's opinion, whatever, but have a freaking opinion and share it, right? Share it. Don't be afraid to share it. Share it unapologetically. Share it from a place of and with the intention of this is my opinion. It doesn't mean yours is wrong, but this is mine, right? All right. The next thing is what is the last question someone asked you and you were like, oh my gosh, that is so good. I could talk about that on and on and on right? You could talk, you could ramble on and on and on and on and on and on and on about it. Like go back. If you, if you serve clients, if you have clients in Voxer, if you have clients like wherever, like scroll, scroll back to the very beginning. What questions are you getting? Is there a topic that, you know, all of your clients are are wanting your support with? Is there a topic that you right now are moving through that you can be transparent and vulnerable with your audience about? Okay. I feel like y'all are going to have so, I'm literally having so many ideas like as I'm talking about this. Um, And what I was saying before, you know, the three person role, like ask yourself, like, why did you choose those three people? That does not mean go and act like them on social media because that's not going to land with your audience, right? What's going to land with your audience is when you're being truly yourself, right? And we can see things in other people that we love. It doesn't mean it's ours. So just ask yourself, what feeling do they create and why do you continuously go back to their content? Do you consume their content and you learn something? Do you consume their content and you walk away feeling really good and really fired up? What's the feeling, right? And how can you recreate that for your people in your way, okay? So those are questions to ask yourself to really get back in the groove. And then the last the last thing that I wanna talk about, the permission that you didn't need, right? But when you're feeling, you're feeling resistance around creating, Talk and share about something that has not a single freaking thing to do with your niche, right? That has, and you know what? I say niche because that's just like the word that we use. I don't even really think you need a niche down. Just that's my opinion. Um, 
But like when I say that, I mean like that has nothing to do with the topics that I serve my clients on, right? And so for me, business, I talk about things that have literally nothing to do with business, right? So last week we did a trashy TV series on my Instagram stories. That was real freaking fun. Just today we did an unpopular opinions, also fun, right? We talked about eggs, (laughs) We talked about eggs. We talked about parenting. We talked about somebody hating coffee and like, don't even get me started on that one. Somebody thought that you shouldn't have donuts for breakfast. Don't even get me started on that one. But it's so fun. It's so fun to connect with your people that have absolutely nothing to do with what you talk about on a day-to-day basis, right? And everyone loves sharing their opinions. So ask other people their opinions and share yours, right? Connect with your audience on something completely unrelated to how you serve your clients. And it's so freaking fun. Because here's the thing, and I'm going to tell you from my personal opinion, when I invest in someone, of course, I invest in someone, this is again, just personal. I invest in someone that's making the kind of money that I want to make because I want to calibrate to that level. But I also invest in somebody that's doing it in a way that I would like to do it. That does not mean that our business models are exactly the same. That's not what I'm saying. Because I serve many clients who our business models are not the same. My mentor, we don't have the same business model. We don't have the exactly the same offers. But she's also a mom. She also does not work all the freaking time. You know what I'm saying? So she has the lifestyle that I really appreciate and admire and respect. But she's also making the type of income that I'm looking to calibrate to. That being said, she's also shared things that I relate to her about in our humanness, right? And a lot of my clients come to me saying the same exact thing. So how can you show more of your humanness online? Things that have nothing to do with how you serve your clients. Also, it's so freaking fun to get to know your community because they're the reason that you have your business, right? My community you're the reason that I get to do what I what I love day in and day out. So I love connecting with you. I want to get to know you, right? I want to know you on a first name basis. I want to know if you freaking hate pickles or donuts for breakfast or coffee. Like we can disagree, okay? <laughs> but I want to know, right? I want to, I want to feel connected with you. And I genuinely want to get to know you in the DMs and on social media and all the things. And y'all, whoo, whoo, I just feel like, whoo, I just... I blacked out for that episode. Do you ever just get so fired up about what you're talking and you're just like going, going, going? And I'm like, I don't even know what I just said. <laughs> I do know what I just said because I have like a rough outline. But oh, that was so freaking good. DM me and tell me what your takeaways were from this episode. Tag me in the content that create once you are, or tag me, words are hard at this point. Tag me in the content that you create as a result of getting fired the F up after this episode. DM me. And if you love this episode as much as you know, I love you. Share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Cake Money Consulting. Also, holy freaking heck and Bob. Y'all, I should have put this at the beginning. Are y'all still listening? It's, I feel like I'm at the end where I'm like, uh, is this mic still on? <laughs> but seriously, listen, if you do not follow the Cake Money Podcast Instagram account at Cake Money Podcast, this is your warning. Do it. I have so many fun things in store for that Instagram account and I'm bringing on support 
to help me accomplish this huge vision that I have for that Instagram, this community, this podcast, all I'm saying, go follow it. Okay. There's going to be a link in the show notes to that as well. Okay. I love you all so freaking much. So, so much. Again, if you love this episode as much as I love you, share it on Instagram stories and tag me so I can personally thank you. You all know I love connecting with you. You all know I love seeing where you actually listen to your episodes at. That's so fun. If you listen to it while you poop, like maybe don't tag me in that, but you could if you wanted to because I would find it funny. (laughs) All right. I will talk to you all next week. Bye, everyone.